0: Optimus Prime, episode nine.
1: <laughs> Transformers unite. That's not it, right? It's not unite. Transformers roll out. Roll out. <laughs> I am op You can't. You can't. I can't go that deep. Ooh, oh, you already know this. I was going to tell you that Dylan O'Brien's the voice of Bumblebee. but We already Figured that out. He is. Um. Well, yeah, guys. Welcome. Uh, I'm Max. I'm Lou. And this is the Max and Lou Show, uh, episode 9. Yeah, we're going to talk a lot about uh, our adventures as, as adventurers. So, um, a couple episodes
0: ago, Max and I had informed you that we had gone on a journey on the Appalachian Trail at one point, and we said that we would talk a little bit m- more about it in a later episode. So, this is going to be the majority of this episode.
1: So, I feel like the most cohesive way to talk about our journey is to try our best to go from, like, beginning to end. So, in the beginning, I, I want to just talk about our plan. and So, like, you're talking, like, pre-journey, right? Yeah, pretty much, like, us making the choice and then the research and the prep. That was all a big part of it. it, it that was, like, about a month, right?
0: Yeah, I think it was about a month, and it played it played a big part in the whole, like learning learning process of everything because we were learning from that time until we got home.
1: Yeah, like once uh we had to buy the the trail guide and that was a big stepping stool, if that's a good term, on for us to understand our journey and where we had to go, that was like our saving grace.
0: That book, it was like the is what we lived by. We studied the book for weeks before we left, and the entire time we were on the trail, we kind of just like always went to the book for knowledge. Like the first night we got to Bear's Den, we had to go in the book to find the code to get into the, the
1: medieval freaking looking back door. Honestly, and imagine just what would have happened if we didn't have that book. We just wouldn't have been able to go in. So like, and yeah, it pretty much said like if you. What was it? I think it's like the distance of miles from this shelter to this shelter minus the distance from this shelter to this shelter. And that was the code for the door. Like some, yeah, some fucking crazy national treasure shit.
0: Exactly like that,
1: I think. Uh, And it was cool because it was only like that because it was nighttime and no one was there to invite us in. So they let hikers come in at night if they have to. And yeah, we went in and we were the only ones there and it was a beautiful spot. You know, I mean, it's kind of childish in a way, but it was nice. We could talk more about that later. That's true. That's that's the beginning of the journey. Uh that's yeah. This this, this might get kind of long. Uh it might, but I think if we talk about this for like the, the on only, only the Appalachian Trail, it'll take about an hour, I think. I don't think it's going to take too much more. Um but for the prep, we didn't know what we were doing at all. We decided to go in the dead of winter, which Everyone suggested we wouldn't, we, not we wouldn't, we shouldn't do. A lot of people were against it, but our whole
0: idea was that we didn't really want to be in the cold at all. So we thought, why not drive south and then start hiking south towards the warmer weather as the weather's warming up. And we figured we'd be out on the trail for about two months. And then after that, it'd basically be springtime because we left in February. And then, by the time we came back home, it wouldn't be wintertime anymore,
1: yeah, and it's true because as we went south, it just got easier and easier. That's a hands down. By the time we were in Georgia, it was great weather. it was just beautiful down there. but um so we did our our practice run, and I still agree. I do think that was our hardest night of our whole journey was the day we slept in my front yard. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'd say it's probably up there in the top three hardest nights. We only we only camped out, I think, like six times or something like that. So if you include that, that'd be like seven. And I'd, I'd put that in like the top three for sure.
1: Yeah, it was not. It was We were just dumb because we put the tent over snow.
0: Yeah, yeah, without putting any sort of other barrier between us and the snow. Yeah. I'd say like Rod Hollow Shelter. Was the was also in the top three, and then the
1: fire warden's cabin. Those those three, honestly, were probably. Now, what about Rod Hollow? Was it because the rain, or because the time we got there? I don't think it rained at Rod Hollow. Oh, okay, I remember it raining at one place. Oh, that, I think that was that was Palsey
0: Wolf yeah, Shelter. We yeah. had good coverage there. No, I think it was just because. When we got to the Rod Hollow shelter, it was dark out. and We were, like, freaking out. And that was also an extremely, like, windy night. So we, that was the night we had set up the tarp in the lean-to with oh, us right. as, like, a
1: wall. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot all about that, actually. But, uh, th- yeah, those are perfect examples. The things that we had to bring, we didn't prep for a lot that we didn't expect but we also over prepped i feel i underprepped by the fact i didn't have a bag and i was <laughs> graced by the trail gods to actually just get handed a bag for free so back to the prepping what me
0: and max did was for a few weeks we kind of just read up as much as we could on what you could possibly need for being out on a trail and looked into things like what kind of sleeping bags were appropriate and what kind of clothing was appropriate And then after buying a whole bunch of gear that we figured we would need off of, like, Amazon, um, we decided to put everything to a test. And there was one night where it was probably about 30 degrees out, maybe a little colder, and this was where we live in Pennsylvania, and we just went to it. And I think we actually set up the tent a week earlier before there was snow. Really? I, I think I remember us doing this in your front yard.
1: Oh, oh, just to see if we could, but we deconstructed it after. Yeah, we
0: just did like a trial run to set it up. And then when there was snow out, we set the tent up next to Max's house one night, and we just had at it. And it was actually a pretty cold night that night. Um, and
1: It was also the only time we slept in the tent.
0: <laughs> that was true. It was the only time that we slept in the tent. I feel like we woke up in the middle of the night cold that night like we did almost every other night.
1: Yeah, that was that was why it was so hard. It was so cold cuz one we were way higher in elevation than any other place. You know, we drove straight down to was it Maryland or Virginia? Virginia. And uh it was already probably higher temperature than where we were. And it was already snow on the ground. We weren't, it was just not smart, but we did it. And honestly, it made it the rest of the trip easier, hands down. Every night after that wasn't as hard to sleep, I feel, except for maybe technically the fire warden. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, so um after we had our trial run in the tent that night, um, We knew it was going to be tough, but we were still confident that we could do it, and we knew it would be a a definite life-changing experience, so we went on with our decision prior to us buying the gear, because it would have been silly to um, see us doing what we were doing with the gear and then... People would have questioned it, but prior to buying the gear, we actually both had to tell our dads what we were doing. And at this time, we were only 20 years old. Max was like just about to turn 21. And we'd never really been like far from home without our parents with us. I mean, I know Max has been to Poland a few times, but like literally no supervision was going to be upon us whatsoever. We were going to be uh, able to do whatever we wanted. And I remember it was just nerve-wracking for me to tell my dad you know just basically straight up told him that we were
1: going out yes the cool part was that it it was the first time it wasn't a question it was like hey we're doing this and they'd just have to take that do what they want with it (laughs) how was it telling your dad do you remember when you brought it up to him uh yeah he thought it was stupid he was like when and i said probably next month and he's like so in the winter and i said yeah and he said you're stupid and that's the reason why we camped out in my front yard, because he didn't believe we could. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, what What do you mean we couldn't? So he thought we'd give up or something, which I'm not going to lie. That's why I'm happy that was the hardest night, because it made the rest easier.
0: <laughs> yeah, I remember telling my dad, and I really don't think he was, like, against it at all, but he obviously wasn't like, oh, well, that's great and good for you. You know, he he obviously didn't want me to do it. I think a lot of people around, both of us, didn't want us to do it. You know, CJ was just telling us how we went to his house uh, before we were going to do this. And so we invited him to come with us. And he just thought we were crazy.
1: And he's like, um, it's winter. We're like, we know. He's like, I, I have a job. <laughs> he's like, And like that, we did it because of an opportunity. We both had just not necessarily lost our jobs, but stopped working. And we had some leftover money. And we're we just figured that would be the right thing to do. Um... I do think that we prepped relatively well even though we only had to use that furnace not the not the furnace the, the stovetop is that what you call it it's like a it's like a bunsen burner all right like it, it's pretty much uh it, it pretty much is a stovetop that you put on top of a propane tank and it like it, you can spark it and light a fire we've only had to use it once but if we wouldn't have had it that night would have sucked we would have had to have some like really cold soup which wouldn't have been the worst but you know <laughs>
0: So our plan was to leave home, I think, like, February 1st or something like that. We were going to drive about four and a half hours south to a place called Bear's Den in northern Virginia. And that was where we were going to leave my car and hike for two months south on the Appalachian Trail. Or as far as our money would take us. So I think due to a snowstorm, we wound up leaving, like, a day late. I think it was, like, I think it was February 2nd the day we left. I know we left, like, a day late because of a snowstorm.
1: Huh, I don't I don't remember us leaving late, but I do think it was the second. Yeah, I think we left,
0: like, a day later because there was a big snowstorm. So, then... <laughs>
1: Convenient for us.
0: <laughs> then we did drive south, and I remember us driving south, and then after we got to a point, like, even still in Pennsylvania, the snow just kind of, like, disappeared. And that's just... It's, it's so weird, because that's how it is once you start driving south. When you're, like, in the valley, there's, like just no snow.
1: Was there snow at Bear's Den?
0: I think there was some snow there. There was like definitely snow on the trail, like patches of snow, but yeah, so I think we must have left home around like noon that day. I'm I'm 99% sure that we got like 10 minutes up 115 over here and you are like, "Dude, I forgot my boots." And we had to turn around and go back to your house to grab oh, your my boots. God, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. But it must have been at like some some sometime in the afternoon because it was winter time, the sun was setting, you know, pretty early. And I remember us getting to Bears Den at nighttime. You yeah, know, it
1: was like just after it got dark, yeah, but it was pretty much pitch black by the time we got there.
0: Yeah, so we get there and it's this just this road on top of this mountain. It's like almost like a long dirt driveway. That leads back to what they call—I'm pretty sure it's called the Castle in the Woods or something like that. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah, you're right. It's—it's. It, it's, they don't call it the Bears Den Shelter, right? Is that—is that what the name is on, the, the the book and the trail guide?
0: I think so. I might tell you it's nickname also.
1: Yeah, because I I do remember it being crazy like that and there was so much backstory to it yeah it was called the castle in the woods i mean it almost
0: looks like a castle because it's like all made out of stone and i think it's got like one like castle pitched
1: looking roof it's it was big too you know it was bigger than a house so you could not you could not justify at least it was a house it looked great it had probably four floors and it, like i don't know it had like all these side areas that you can go to uh and it had a goddamn. National Treasure puzzle on the back door. It was awesome. Uh, it was really cool to like have our first night. I don't know. Like there is the best thing I can say because we watched a, a documentary there about the lion. Is that his name, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's his journey on the trail, and it's a, pretty much just a documentary that they had there. And we watched that that night. Uh, you went to bed, and then I watched Around the World in Eighty Days, like the original one, like not the Jackie Chan one. Uh, And on the wall, it showed the Appalachian Trail, a big drawing of the East Coast and uh, the trail going down it. There's a lot of memorable things about the place. It was the fact was they just trusted you with food and stuff like that. It just said to put money in the freezer if you would either take a shower or take something from the fridge that's there. They're very trusting, but that's how it is. You know, you got to be respectful. Uh, It makes me think, though, there has to have been times that people are just dickheads. I mean, it's all part
0: of the community, and if you respect the community, you'll follow the guidelines like that. But,
1: yeah, there's always going to be people that are just going to be ignorant and not not respect the community. Yeah, because there was plenty of stuff. that like, They lived there. They, anyone could have, like, went, oh, they did lock it upstairs at night, right? I think her name was Dana. Yeah, I think so. Dana or, D- or Dina. We told her we'd come back, and we never came back. Yeah, she thinks we're dead, I'm sure. We... Wait, we didn't. On the way back, we didn't stop
0: there? Well, we came, we we went back twice because we hiked for three days and went back and then we stayed like a night. And then yep. we, we drove for
1: some other middle part of Virginia. It was like Waynesboro area. So, yeah. And then did we stop there for the day before we came back? No, that was at Dale and Sandy's. Oh, you're right. You're right. That was our plan, I think, was that we wanted to get like... Yeah, because we said we're gonna come back. Yeah. And then we ended up and that's eventually we'll get to, to them. But uh Yeah, it's uh, then we decided to go on our journey and I was very very lucky because I literally brought a duffel bag <laughs> It's not something you hike with I had no idea how I thought that was just gonna be fine our plan was
0: so after we spoke to the the host at the hostel um, she told us that we couldn't leave my car there like we originally planned to because, like I said, we wanted to leave the car and hike for two months. She said that the longest we could possibly leave the car there would maybe be like two weeks. So what we had then had to decide to do was hike three days to the next town over, which was a town called Front Royal, and um, yeah, I mean... This is this is where I'll let Max continue where he, where he was going. Well,
1: so we're going to talk about the actual journey itself through the roller coaster, right?
0: I was going to bring that up. I forgot about that, the roller coaster.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, we can't talk about the ride back yet, but uh, that sucked, and that was probably the hardest of our whole journey when it comes to hiking.
0: Yeah, so we thought it was going to take us three days to get to this town called Front Royal, but we did not know what kind of terrain we were about to encounter.
1: Um, yeah, and I don't know if we knew beforehand and if we did, if we even tried to understand why it was called the roller coaster. It was a whole lot of ups and downs. Dude, I have the map. I can show you why it's called the roller coaster. But I mean, before we did it, I don't think we understood. I don't think we saw it and we like, ooh, this looks more difficult than the rest of the area. This looks harder than a lot of the things.
0: Yeah, we didn't contemplate that at all. But it was funny how like right before we left, she just like came out. With 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 the backpack for you. That
1: was very lucky. Yeah, she just saw me walking away from the hostel with a duffel bag and a small backpack over my other shoulder. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Like yeah. I did, and it's so stupid. And she just came out with this pretty nice abandoned camping backpack with like the the, the metal frame and everything. And she's like, "You are not going on the trail like that." He's like, take this. This was left here a long time ago. No one's came back for it, and it needs a good home. And I was like, all right, awesome. And then, you know, we stayed there for probably another 20 minutes or so, just trying to figure out what to put in here and how to make everything work. And uh, that saved my life, I'm sure. That was a a wonderful, wonderful gift. And it didn't make it... I'm sure it made it easier, but it didn't mean that the, tre- the, tre- ugh, the trek was easy, because... It was, we took a lot of breaks. I think we hiked for
0: like almost three hours the first day before we got to that first shelter. I think we
1: planned on getting to the one past it, too. That would have been the Rod Hollow one, I think. Like, our goal was to get kind of far, because we we did, we never would have thought, hey, we're only going to walk three miles. But, when we realized what three miles is on that terrain, with like a forty a 50 pound overweight backpack and like snowy trail and it's like there were a lot of factors and we got to that shelter probably probably like two hours before dark or so not even but maybe because i know we stopped because we took a lot of breaks and we stopped and we saw those two guys uh i think that was that was the next day the next day the the next day we hiked we hiked for like 12 miles on the freaking roller coaster section yeah Yeah, because and I think we messed up too. We didn't know we had to hike that long, right? Uh, or like, no, we kept on thinking we had to have been there by now. <laughs> I think that we left a little
0: late in the day, or like, we we shouldn't have hung out with those guys for so long. We you know, like, because that was like a detour too. That 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 uh, it was called like yeah. buzz. It was called like Buzzard
1: Overlook or something like that. It's called Buzzard. Yeah, yeah, with like the nice big tree, and yeah, it's like a nice view right in the middle of the woods. That was where he was telling us about Mount weather, yes that's and
0: that was because we we heard freaky noises the first night
1: <coughs> yeah, he then he got us all sorts of freaked out it
0: sounded like pulsing in the
1: forest, <laughs> yeah
0: you, you hear freaky things when you camp out in the woods
1: yeah i'm I remember hearing dogs, but like wolves type like, dogs
0: i feel like we also thought we heard people talking and we thought maybe we saw like a cell phone light and yeah, seeing lights dude like it's it's like, crazy like, like i remember us like it's like looking down down the trail because there was like a there was like a little trail that leads off of the at to the shelter and if you looked back towards the Appalachian trail like i thought we, we were like saying we saw like 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 what we thought were lights and hearing people talk we're like what the
1: fuck yeah it's uh, it's very easy to get spooked When you're in the middle of nowhere as well. Just even animals, people, anything. Then we're going to give you a very big reason later. (laughs) Uh, But uh, what we didn't realize was how far it was. We ended up not going to Front Royal. Still, though, the first day wasn't really that bad.
0: Because, you know, we hiked for quite a while. We made it to a shelter. And then... We we you know we did our thing. We gathered firewood. We made a fire. We made our soups. You know we listened to some music and then went to sleep. And like it it was relatively smooth. We woke up. Yeah. The, we woke up the next morning. You know we stretched. We, we ate a little breakfast
1: and and then we had no idea what kind of a day we had ahead of us. Yeah, the second day was technically the difficult one. You're right because that one was pretty much from you know we woke up probably around like seven a.m. eight a.m. Uh, we did most days. I think I remember leaving the campsite around like
0: maybe like I want to say eleven, but maybe like nine.
1: Yeah, I know. I know it was earlier than I thought we would because I thought it would be a lot of all right. Let's let's make like we would take our time a lot, but we really didn't because we probably spent an hour with like eating and relaxing, wait, getting up, and then we did our cleanup, and we just headed out. And yeah, that day. I think we were expecting to walk for probably a total of four hours of that day. Maybe a little more. And by the time we were at four or five hours, we're like, we have to be close. There's no way we're still so far away. Because it tells you how far away it is, but you don't know where you are in between two dots on this map. And we thought we might have went the wrong way. Because was Rod Hollow our mistake? Yeah, Rod Hollow was when...
0: I don't even know what it was, but there was some side trail, either for a water for source an outlook, or yeah. an overlook. overlook. Because it must have been for an overlook, because it went up and around. But it was getting dark, and we thought that this this trail with a blue blaze on it was for the shelter. And we started following this trail, and we walked on this trail up this hill until it was basically dark out. And then we walked around, and the trail looped back around to the, to the Appalachian Trail, And we were like completely lost the shelter and we started freaking out because it was dark out and we didn't know if we were going to be able to find the shelter. So like we started going into panic mode. We didn't really know what to do.
1: Yeah, we were about to pull the tent out and we were, and I didn't want to at all. And I, the biggest hope was that when we got back to the trail that we went the correct way because we could have easily been turning back the wrong way. I feel like
0: I, I think I do remember me taking my phone out and pulling out like Google Maps on my phone. And then we just walked back on the trail in the opposite direction and we wound up finding We just we found the shelter, dude. We were we were freaking out. We had our like our flashlights out.
1: And... Yeah, if, if we wouldn't have found it for like another 20 minutes, I'd say we would have given up because we were in the dark hiking for at least an hour and a half. Maybe like an hour. I don't think we, it was. We got too there long. like nine, I'd say, right? No. Yeah, I remember. Uh, I remember being a long. I remember that we didn't even get on the blue trail until it was dark.
0: Yeah, and the sun, the sun was going down at like five thirty, six o'clock. Point was, it was a long ass time. It was too long. <laughs> well, I just rem- remember it being super creepy too, because then we like walk up to this shelter. And it's the it's like the middle of, middle of the woods. It's pitch black out, and like we don't even have daylight now to set up our our, our campsite. So like we had to set everything up in the dark. We have to like walk around in the dark looking for firewood. And, yeah, that was the scary and we, part. And we Absolutely. knew it, we knew it was gonna be really cold that night too, and really windy. So like, like I said, that night was the night we set up the tarp sideways in the lean to block whatever wind we could. And we just knew
1: also that we had to hurry up and eat our dinner and get in our sleeping bags right away. Yeah, it it sucked because even though we were doing this for the thrill and for the adventure, we didn't want any of that. (laughs) We would have loved to have gotten there when it was still light out and then relax, get everything ready. Like, it just became a nightmare. It was terrible. But it was all
0: part of the experience and especially a big part of a learning experience.
1: Um. And then the next morning, we woke up to just a flock of remember, Oriental people.
0: No, I don't think that was the Oriental people. I think it was the old white guys.
1: Oh, you're remember, right. Remember that they, was remember they
0: honked to us on the highway when we got to the highway later oh, that day? Oh,
1: you're right, because we passed them when we were walking to Paris. Yeah. Oh, shit. The Orientals were
0: at the other campsite which one that was called
1: yeah that was that was the next trip next time we got in the car and left right i think it was yeah um so i don't know i think we've roughly summarized the first one enough the the thing is we didn't really understand what it would be and what it would take to get back to the car and we found out that it's not exactly easy in the middle of the country to find taxis So, after quite a while, uh, we ended up going to this town called Paris, and it was a very, very small town, like literally a road, and on that road were houses, a general store, and a church, and this was Paris. Paris was probably
0: about halfway to Front Royal, and after basically three days of walking, um, we had only made it to Paris.
1: Yeah, and we kind of, we made the choice. We're going to get back to the car, and... I'm kind of happy we did it then, because imagine the price and how hard it would have been to go double that distance, because we ended up having to call a limo company, because no one else would take us, no one else wanted to come out that far. The cheapest taxi service was like $100. Yeah, and that would have been for a drive of maybe 20 minutes, 15 minutes, uh, even though it took three days, it was, you know, complete. it's a trail, too, it's not like we were walking on the roads. But it's wasn't – that blew our mind. We're like, okay, we are not going to have enough money for this trip if this is how we do it. So the cab company was $50, right? It was it was a lot cheaper. The uh, not limo. the cab, the limo company. So we said fine, and so he came with, like, his nice – what was it, like a Lincoln or Cadillac? I don't remember. Lincoln, I think. Yeah, and it was a nice car, and he was a nice guy, and he said he loves the trail, and he takes people on the trail. He and He talked to us for a while about some stories –
0: And then we drove past Mount Weather. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
1: we did. Yeah, it's like it was all blocked off, right? So, like, we realized from that point on we no longer can do this (laughs) decision where we walk a few days and then get a ride back. So that was our official choice. From then on, we are going to hike out a day to a shelter, hike back to the car and we would go to all the places we wanted to go. Really, we just kept on going down America to the shelters we wanted. Yeah, I remember us driving through the Shenandoah Valley. Absolutely. See, that's that's the one which we couldn't have done unless we just went a day in, but there's no point of that. You know, you want to get through the whole park and that how long do you think that is? A few days, right? Yeah, probably at least at least a week, maybe. Yes. And so we knew that we couldn't... I mean, I couldn't, but we did not want to carry a week worth of food and supplies. That's probably like a really bad estimate, too. I don't know how long it would take. I think that's close. I know that it would take more than four or five days. You know, it. it how long? How many miles is it? Do you roughly know? Because that's enough. Not at all. Okay. But it's... Uh, that's one we wanted to do. We ended up going to Roanoke, which... Had a wonderful view with their big ass star. I knew very little about Roanoke, but uh, it's a nice, it's a nice, it's a big town. Did not think it would be that big when you saw that view. Yeah, it was
0: pretty cool that the, that they had like a mountain in the center of their city that overlooked like the city and then all the surrounding other mountains that you could hike on, specifically one being McPhee's
1: Knob. You could see McPhee from, from Roanoke? Yeah, from the star. No way. I did not know that. Huh. Well, yeah, so then we went to... I think that was the whole reason why we went
0: there, though, right? Because we were supposed to hike McAfee's Knob. We saw it in the book, and we were like, this looks like a pretty cool spot. So then we drove, and we got to Roanoke, like, super late at night. So we just had to drive around until the morning, until we were ready to go hike.
1: Yeah, that was our one big landmark, which we decided to see. Do you remember the first time we stayed at a sheets? Um, I want to say that it probably was the night that your car broke down.
0: Yeah, yeah, I totally forgot about that. That was in Waynesboro. Yeah, that was also where the movie theater was. That was yeah. a cool town. Yeah, we stayed at Sheets, and the the car the car parts store was
1: right across the street from the Sheets. Yeah, so Louis's car uh, took a crap on us a little bit. Yeah, do, do, I don't know the details. <laughs> One of my radiator hoses popped off. And uh, it was, they didn't have the part, so they had to order it. We had to wait till the next morning, so we just had a date to kill in this town. So we saw Guardians, correct? Or did we see Chronicle? No. No, not the wrong trip, sorry. We saw, not Chronicle, Jesus, Project Almanac, and what was the other movie we saw?
0: I forget what the... Oh, oh, it was The Seventh Son.
1: Seventh Son of The Seventh Son. Yes. Yeah, you're right. And that's what we saw first, <laughs> think, I'm pretty sure. I think you're right. We saw that first. Yeah, and we... Uh, it was It was pretty good. And you know what's funny? It probably doesn't even hold up that well, but we love the fact... We love that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the, it was so epic, too, because we were on, like, a journey through the mountains. But... Did we see both of those movies in a matter of like three days? Because we had to spend time there. We didn't go back
1: there, did we? No, that was a different movie theater that we we went to. Remember, because like the one was called like I think it was called like a Lion Theater, and it had the really shitty opening. No, it was Zeus. Zeus, you're right. It no, was, that was, a it was good the good one. Same theater. Was it?
0: Yeah, it was in the same town. Oh, I don't, I don't.
1: Oh, oh, you're right. So what we we saw the movie. And then we used the car to go hike a trail, and then we came back after hiking that one to see another movie. We must have something like yeah, that, because I know I couldn't. There's no way we just went absolute back. To, I saw another movie that trip, and you didn't. But that's that's down in Georgia, and we'll get to that. Wait, no, we both saw a movie
0: in Georgia, didn't we? We saw Kingsman.
1: You're right. <laughs> Holy shit! We saw so many movies. Yeah, we saw three movie. I saw four movies. <laughs> Because I saw, I am so sad that I watched it, too. I didn't it was enjoy it. It No, I saw Jupiter Ascending. Jupiter Ascending. Yeah, i did not, I'm, usually I'm not a person to say I don't like a movie, but I did not enjoy that movie that much. Um, so back to Matthew's <laughs> knob. Yeah, that was the one landmark which, before the trip, we said, this is a place where we absolutely do want to go. Everything else we'll kind of figure out along the way. Oh, yeah, because it was the cover of the book. Was it?
0: Yeah, yes, yeah, the cover in the book it's like the and like
1: it's just like that Appalachian Trail picture. <laughs> so, we pretty much if we wouldn't have done that, I'm not going to say the trail the trip wouldn't have been worth it, but it probably it became twice as worth it by meeting our good good friends Dale and Sandy.
0: Yeah, I mean that definitely changed our path for sure and was pretty beneficial to us, you know, throughout the rest of that journey and has turned into a great friendship
1: yeah uh since meeting them you know we've went back down just to visit them they've came up here just to visit us and they came to my wedding uh it's just crazy to me that they do that you know what i mean they're wonderful great people and i can never hate on what they do but it's so risky sometimes you know what i mean I remember when we first got to the parking lot, and then we
0: saw them pull up in their Subaru with Florida plates. We're like, "Damn, these yeah. people came up here from Florida," <laughs> and they're they're older people. They're they're retired couples. So we saw them getting ready to go hike, and we're like, "Damn, these people come all the way up here to hike," so like. We're like overpacking our bags as usual. I'm sure Dale was probably looking at us like, "Huh, these amateurs," <laughs> and then they kind of like disappeared because they took the the fire road up the mountain because it's easier. Yeah. And Sandy likes to take that way up, so we're walking up the Appalachian Trail, and I, I'm pretty sure it took us almost four hours to get to the top of the
1: mountain. Yeah, it took us. I think it was a little over three and a half hours.
0: There is multiple shelters on the way to to the, to the the peak of the mountain, but we were just stopping at the shelters and pushing forward to the top of the mountain because we either wanted to camp at the top of the mountain or shoot for the other shelter on the opposite side of the mountain.
1: Yeah, this was a point where compared to our first few days where we had to take breaks every five minutes, we have officially gotten our trail legs and yeah, we were willing to push and we were going long distances and skipping shelters. We were stopping so frequently in the beginning. It was
0: bad, but we were on that crazy roller coaster section.
1: Yeah, It again, the beginning just made it, it was like a really intense workout to prepare us for like an enjoying, well, for the most part, enjoying and relaxing trip ahead of us. Doesn't mean these trails were easy. The backpack is
0: no joke. I mean, it is definitely a lot of weight on your back and we yeah. were pretty over overweight for quite a while, but we
1: eventually got used to it. We also dropped the tent because we realized we're not going to be using this tent. There's no way that we're going to, because there's so many shelters. I, and even though we fucked up that first time, and we almost did have to use it, we made that conscious choice to not bring the tent with us anymore, because that was just an extra 20 or so pounds. Yeah, we got really confident.
0: We were, we were getting really good at what we were, we were doing for a while there.
1: But, uh, so yeah, on our way up the trail, uh, they were on their way down. And I, I think we actually kind of intersected with them, like kind of right, after we got lucky to see them is my point because they were not taking the trail we were taking and we talked for a minute they told us that they lived in a, a local town and we talked for a while and it was great fun and they said if you do go past newcastle on the way back uh come and say hi we, we'll be in the artisan center and uh you know
0: well they also told us like what their house looked like they were like oh it's like you know the stone wall the second you drive into the town
1: yeah and uh so pretty much yeah, we spent a wonderful time. I'm still mad about the footage we lost. I forgot all about the lost footage. Yeah, we uh we had a GoPro with us and we were filming a decent amount of our trip just just we wanted to have like a memoir, something to put together at the end. Unfortunately, because it was so cold, I guess it just fucked up the GoPro at one point because we went to watch the footage and it was not there. But what we saw was like movie-worthy getting to the top of mcafee's knob and the second we get there this plane this like single engine plane just sideways goes like right along the mountain so close to us i'd say within like 50 feet or so if not closer right it was pretty close pretty close plane it would have been a beautiful beautiful shot to have on this gopro that was it was a disappointing thing to not have but then again that's how weird is that to say it's like we experienced it but we're like (laughs) ah like i can't look at it again like i know it's still
0: (laughs) so i'm pretty sure when we got to the top of the mountain that was like the highest elevation that either of us had ever been to especially like difference in elevation because like the the height of that mountain like and, and like the the swooping peak that you're at compared to the depth of the
1: valley below it it is just like a completely breathtaking sight and we were yeah. mind blown even though you can see for miles and miles in all directions like that is fantastic and you can even see over other mountains because this one's bigger than those you know it, it looks great i think it's just about three thousand feet yeah yeah and uh like ours just, is two like over it. but Hardly. but that's a thing compared to where it drops down is not as big of a difference to sea level uh it was a wonderful place, and we hung out there. Honestly, that that right there picked up my energy for the rest of the trip. You know, that was... That, it. that made it worth it. That that was when the adventure was getting started. Yeah. yeah. Uh, everything sta- started to feel less like a chore and more like an our adventure. You know, I, I started to enjoy it a lot more. And we had a great time at the shelter past it. You know, we hung out down there, and we were climbing the trees and whatever um i have a walking stick from that hike still oh yeah oh yeah there it is right there oh my god and i've been looking at it too because like i'm facing it and i keep looking at it <laughs> yep uh but from that hike. then we tried to wake up the next morning to see the sunrise but we got our asses up too late yeah it's, it we yeah we were heading there when it was dark but we didn't get there in time dude i think i heard like coyotes or something early in the morning Oh yeah. Yeah, that's, one, that's that's a thing, dude. The I'm lucky that we didn't see, I'm lucky. <laughs> we're lucky we didn't see you anything. Yeah, lucky man. My ass would have been out. <laughs> yeah, I turn around like, "Louie, where are you?" <laughs> <And> just, <laughs> um yeah, so then on our way back, we took the detour, not a big one, to go to Newcastle and to say hi to Down Sandy. So we stopped in the artisan center, and we just we were just casually asking them if they knew where we could take a shower, if there was a YMCA around. And like, she pretty much was like, sweetie, there's uh, probably 12 people to a class here, you know, like or like like 100 people in each grade or something else than that. She's like, this is not a big town. There's no YMCA around here. And she, and she said, if you want, you can come to our place and you can clean up. And it was very generous of them. And she calls Dale and on the phone with Dale says, hey, they're gonna come and uh, have dinner and uh, spend the night. And we're like, what, huh? What? And then Dale shows up in his red jeep with his sunglasses <laughs> on, looking all cool. So they're extremely, extremely nice people, and yeah, they uh, they were a bit of trail magic that is, is forever in our lives now. Dale, Dale took
0: us back to the place we got showered up, and then we drove out to the overlook to look over the town before we met up with them to eat dinner with them. That right? Night. But they took us. They took us out to that place where. We listened to that like
1: bluegrass band too. Yeah, that was awesome. Where like in like halfway through, the girl with the violin comes in. She's like, "Sorry, guys," and she jumps in. And she's like the starring act of it. And I'm like, "Ooh, yeah!" It was really fun. And it's such it's cool that it was such a community. And then that was when Sandy had
0: told us that her sister rented cabins down in the Smoky area are- because we told her we would be down there for your birthday. So that was what led to. Yeah, More I for- magic.
1: I did forget that that was how that happened because we didn't plan on renting something, right? For I have no idea what we were planning on doing, honestly. I do remember that we planned on obviously getting booze when it was like I was going to turn twenty one on this trip. Uh, yeah, and she told us that she, her daughter, had these cabins, and we got in a very nice discount for her the sister, sister, sorry, <laughs> and we got a very nice discount for the two days that we were there, and. We got drunk. <laughs> what did we do
0: after we left their house? Did we sleep at their house that night? We must have. Yeah. And what did we do when we left the next morning?
1: We probably just kept going. Where did we go?
0: Uh, I don't know. After After fees, was that when
1: we went out to Tennessee? Tennessee. That, we took the strip straight to Tennessee. Did we? I think so. If not, I can't imagine how, how else it would have went, really unless we went to one more place that i can't think of we
0: must have gone to tennessee
1: i should have brought the book with me oh wait, is it here
0: i think it's in my car
1: uh, so that's uh who knows <laughs> but we did take a trip we took a big detour to go see a friend of mine and in... it was after after what
0: we're gonna talk about this like it never which, happened which one like it never happened What, that was after? The last night we camped out.
1: The last night we camped out was after our trip to... No, it wasn't. To Tennessee? No, it was before it. No, it was not.
0: Yes, it was.
1: So after Tennessee, we went straight to Georgia? No, we we camped out in Tennessee. But that was after we drove to Nashville. No, it wasn't. Alright, so wait, that's what I'm saying. So you're saying the last time we camped out was... From there, we went to Nashville and from Nashville to Georgia. Yeah. I don't believe that.
0: That's what happened.
1: I think we're missing one. No. All right. Well, Friday the 13th is what we're talking about. Uh, so now we are talking about this. <laughs> it's, uh, It's a night that I guess we will never forget. It was our last night going to the highest shelter on the Appalachian Trail. On probably the coldest night. The real Max and Louie disappeared that night. <laughs> we, there was a chance that that could have turned out very badly. Uh, We're just freaking out. There's a chance it was nothing. But the fact is, that was hands down the scared, most scared <laughs> that I've ever been. <laughs> uh, we got to this shelter and... There were so many wrong problems. Like, it was the first place that was a building, you know? It had four walls. It seemed like such a promising time. But none of the wood was good enough to burn. It was uh, all wet. So we had to use that Bunsen burner. It was very cold. It was very windy. And even though there were four walls, that wind was making that place cold as fuck. (laughs) And I would say, what time? 11 p.m.? Earlier, I think it was earlier than 11, like what 10? 9. All right, it was dark for at least like an hour or two at this point, and we see lights outside. Now, if you would see lights from this shelter, that means it has to be so you know, what either a hiker. Or a ranger. We've broken that down. It couldn't have been much else.
0: There's no roads nearby. I mean, it's up on a trail on the top of a mountain in the middle of nowhere. The closest road might be a half a mile's walk, but it was a closed service road that only
1: a ranger would be able to drive up at that time of the night. There would have been zero reason for whoever was coming up that trail to not go in that cabin. It was late. It was cold and windy and in the middle of nowhere. So someone who was walking past this cabin should have stopped in. This person came up to the door. We saw the lights under the door, and they walked away. That made no sense at all. A ranger, I feel like, that, my only guess is if it was a ranger who didn't want to wake us up. But that doesn't make sense that a ranger would even be out that late.
0: I'm freaking out thinking about it uh thank god we locked the door before we went to bed though
1: you were just holding that machete in your, your lap just ready uh i slept fine that night but i hardly slept
0: i remember the first thing like in the morning i was just like all right let's get dressed let's go we gotta get off this mountain
1: <laughs> taking no chances yeah uh I eventually let him know that it was Friday the 13th. It did not help. I saw footprints when we left the shelter the next
0: day that had come up the trail and gone back down the trail that were
1: not our footprints. Well, I'm just going to go ahead and say that we are lucky. (laughs) Because there's a chance that that... I mean, all right, what are the odds that it was someone who came to murder us? I guess that... (laughs) I don't know. I mean, that's the thing. It's just such an unexplainable experience. Uh, It does now make me scared of Friday the 13th a little bit more than before. But that's... We used to joke about it every Friday the 13th. (laughs) We would say
0: he's coming for us.
1: Yeah, especially if we were hanging out and, like, we didn't realize. And one was just like, dude, it's Friday the 13th. (laughs) And we're like, we're... (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so... Hmm. What's
0: up? I was going to move on. It's the Max and Lou show. Find us at Show at
1: com. <laughs> it's funny because I always promote it that way. But, like, you can't listen to us on our email. So, like, I, maybe I shouldn't. <laughs> We're on Spotify and everywhere else that you listen to podcasts except iTunes. Um, so, that was then when we drove to. That was actually on the border of Tennessee, yes. North Carolina. There was a point where there was a spot, right, where you could step one foot in each.
0: Yeah. It was Rowan Mountain. So, then we drove to the
1: beautiful city of Nashville, Tennessee. I didn't enjoy it as much as I hoped I would. I mean, neither of us did, I think, right? I mean, it was kind of like a big turnaround. Yeah. um, It was a big detour. We went there to visit a friend. Um, We originally went there to visit a friend, and... Hopeful, the goal was to spend the night at her place, and we get there, and we pretty much got told uh, tough luck, which was ridiculous. It was a five hour detour, right? I think, yeah, five hours. So we ended up sleeping in a Walmart parking lot. Uh, we meant like we wanted to kill some time, so we decided to go to the Tennessee. What, what universities is that was called just oh nashville university right uh and yeah we met some cool people and then we pretty much booked it straight from there to covington georgia and that is where i saw jupiter ascending and you went on a tour if you want to talk a little bit about because i did not go on it but like uh it's it, it was okay i liked covington that it was a nice quaint little town It felt like springtime in the middle of February because we were so far south. It was really nice. Yeah, it was really clean down there too. Yeah, it felt uh, like I don't know how to explain this term. Like, what do they call them? Uh, uh, Like, uh, atomic families? Is that what they call them? Like, like the fifties, perfect families, perfect houses. Like, it it literally looked fake, but it was just because it was so nice and clean. It was a nice, beautiful town that had. Somewhat tourism, but very little. Uh, Yeah, and then... So after spending a few days
0: in the lovely town of Covington, then Max's birthday was approaching very near. So what we were supposed to do was drive up to the infamous city of Asheville, North Carolina, which we had heard about previously from plenty of people on the trail. Yeah. And um, that was the area in which Sandy's sister had cabins for rent that we were going to spend a few nights at for Max's birthday. And the last day in Covington, we basically had to drive overnight through an ice storm
1: to get to the city of Asheville. And that was the one day when we had to stop at that truck stop. You had to take a nap, right? Because you just felt that it was... Because of the weather, mixed with how tired you were, we needed a break. Yeah, there was like literally like blocks of
0: ice on the mirrors of my car after driving on the highway through ice for like an hour.
1: Yeah, it was a, and it was a good call on your part. Uh, you're usually not a person to say, I'm going to, I'm going to stop. <laughs> so I'm happy you did. Uh, and I, that's where I got the, the knife at that truck stop, stops, a little souvenir. Um, yeah. And then we went to Asheville and I turned 21. It was my first experience buying alcohol, uh, I remember we went to I think two different liquor stores for whatever fucking reason. I remember we almost crashed in the one parking lot on the ice when we got there. Oh, you're right by the bank.
0: Yeah, yeah, right by the bank. We, we did hit like a like a, a parking slab. No. <laughs> And then when we were on the hillside too, we like started sliding backwards and I had to like cut the wheel because there was an ice storm. That weather was no joke. We were trying to explore the city before because we had to kill time because we couldn't get to the cabin until like noon or something
1: like that. Yeah, Yeah. and we got there I think at like nine or so. We literally just had too much time to kill. And uh, it's funny because we explored that town. All right, we did not explore that town at all. The next time that we went there... It was like it wasn't the same town, and we actually went and we saw mostly everything. It's a pretty cool place because, like, the city Roanoke we were talking about before is a city in the mountains, but Asheville is, like, a city in the mountains. It's just, it's it's, it's amazing. The way that I would compare them, Roanoke reminded me a lot more of, like, New York City with, like, kind of alleyways and not gross, but, like... (laughs) The way that I, I would, like, I don't know, just like a city when Asheville was more of like, specifically, if you would hear city in the mountains, that's what you'd think. It's like, it's, it looks great. The architecture's good. They call it the land of the sky in that area. And I, I, that's a beautiful fucking name for it. It's a great place. And like, I mean,
0: the second time we went back was when we hiked behind the cabin and we hiked out to that field that we were able to see the city from. I mean, it's just an overall amazing area because there's so much mountains around. It's literally like an hour from the
1: Great Smoky Mountain National Park, which
0: we have been to.
1: Yeah, and it's uh, I kind of wish that we could have hung out there more because where we went was kind of a little bit away from Asheville. Not far, right? It was like fifteen minutes.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was right on the outskirts of the city. I feel like we we went to the city. You know, we adventured, got alcohol until it was time to go to the cabin. And then we spent two days at the cabin. And from the cabin, we went straight back to Dale and Sandy's and then
1: straight home. I think that was how the rest of the journey played out. Yeah. Um, yeah, after that, yeah, it was it was less of... For, I mean, as you can see, pretty much from that <laughs> Friday the 13th, after that, it was more of just a journey itself, not an Appalachian Trail thing. But we were still in the mountains a lot of the time. We still stopped and we looked at a bunch of overlooks. Just, we'd be driving and you'd be like, hold up. And you'd pull over in like a small side off area and just a crazy nice view. And we'd hang out there for 10 minutes and we'd move on. Uh, everything about the Appalachian Trail I love. And I think that the only thing which, not that I regret, cause I don't think it would have been great for the winter we didn't see anything up, you know that's that's the only thing, and uh Shenandoah, we're going to get back there one day. We have to do that, the 11 day thing. I've been there. Yeah, but I want to say I've hiked through it. You won't, we will. We won't. I mean, there's no reason not to. We must, we have to. All right, but uh, I hope you guys did enjoy our little, I guess, documentary of what went down and how it was. That's it. We're done. I mean, kind of. For we're we're almost at the end of the episode. Um, I, you know, it's it's about to be over. So, <laughs> but I want to keep talking about the trail. I love the trail. <laughs> is there anything else in particular that you want to talk about? The trail is my life. <laughs>
0: I live by the trail, I swear by the trail, no, but seriously, I mean, I think it did both change both of us. It changed me a lot. It, hiking has become a big part of my life after that.
1: I, I mean, yeah. I got a lot more responsibility after that. We both did. I moved out, I think a week after I got back. I mean, it
0: goes back to us talking about being risk takers too, you know, mm. I and mean, it was just one of those things that we took a chance and take it, a chance, it, take a chance sorry it it turned It, tur- it turned out you know, in our favor.
1: Yeah, it did, it did mold us for kind of like what we enjoyed in life. We would have never went and hiked other trails. We would have never met Dale and Sandy and went back down there and met even more people that they know. We would have never... Would have you went to Colorado? Would have that been a thought, do you think, in anyone's mind? Definitely not. It's uh, It, it changed who we were, I think. Uh, it's a part of our past, and now it's a part of us. It brought us closer to nature
0: and more appreciative for you know just the basic discipline reward concepts too yeah. because nature is beautiful and these views are breathtaking and when you know you work so hard and you hike for so long to be able to get such an amazing um, thing to look at or get the great sense of you know being able to take care of yourself like for example us going into the woods and making a fire and giving ourselves food and shelter and making it through the night to hike out the next day. You know, it's just, it, it it's a great, it's a great
1: overall experience Yeah, and it changes you. Yeah. It takes a lot of planning. You got to know what you got to bring. You have to know how to do a lot of things. You need to know how to make fire. You, you need to be able to think on your toes. Uh, it also was honestly a big bonding thing for us because we had to work with each other. There could have been any moment. And I think there was one moment where like, we were in a, not a quarrel, but we got, like, angry at each other for, like, a few hours at one time, I think. It had to have happened at least once. Yeah, I remember it happening, I think, once. And we got over it real quick, because, you know, we aren't, like, drama kings, you know? We just fucking got over it. And uh that's a big thing. You gotta go with someone you trust, because imagine doing this journey and then hating the person you're with? Hey! So, uh it, it, it's, and it's smart, because... You know, it would have been very hard for either of us to do that without a second person mentally and physically, and it's like with the knowledge of what to do and just all of it. It was absolutely, uh, it's definitely a a good thing to do. I would recommend it if anyone has time off, and you it only we planned on being out for two months and we were only out for two weeks, a little more, two and a half weeks, two and a half weeks. And I don't regret any of that I don't I, I'm not even saying that, oh I wish we were out longer, I don't because then it wouldn't have been what it was. you know I dug what happened and how it went down. It led to more adventures, and that's all that matters. Yeah, exactly. It molded our being <laughs> but uh yeah, if you guys enjoyed, then uh I don't know, keep listening. We'll have more episodes. <laughs> uh, you can uh, send us messages, recommendations, or anything like that at max Lou at gmail.com. Max and Lou Show. Max and Lou Show. You're so right. You know, I keep on saying Max and Lou at GM. I, think I No, <laughs> I think you, you get it right usually. Okay, so only fucking up now. I'll take that. So you guys have a wonderful time, and we will talk to you next time. Happy Easter. Oh, fuck. <laughs>